Hi, I'm Osani. And I'm Ataya. And welcome to the Note to Self podcast, where we believe your personal power lies within your voice. Hey, everyone. Thank you so much for tuning into the Note to Self podcast today. Before anything, I want to add in our segment, which is the hot seat. Today, we have Lisani in our hot seat. So, Lisani. What could you give a 40-minute presentation on with absolutely no preparation? So a 40-minute presentation, that's pretty long. So it's something I would want to go on and on about. I would talk about what's important to me. I think what's important is to do you, to do you in life. I feel like it's important to talk about the things you learn, and I feel like it's important to talk about things that we feel like can empower other people. And I feel like the most important thing you could do for yourself in this world is do you. I feel like it's important to be yourself, to get to know yourself, to be your number one supporter, to be, just have that relationship with yourself. You don't need that relationship with anyone else. You need the strongest relationship with yourself. That's how you set the foundation. And I feel like I could go on a 40 minute, 40 minute presentation in regards to that and how we could do better at that and how I could do better on that and how, it's important that we invest in ourselves. So I just feel like I would go on that, go make a presentation on that just because like, just with this podcast and everything else, I just feel like it's important we empower one another. So I feel like it'd just be along those lines and something that maybe could empower someone else. All right, well, I love that. And you know that, I feel like that just promotes individuality, authenticity, vulnerability, um, and, all of that brings us right into our episode today, which is going to be on codependency. And it's funny, too, because it's not really like I hadn't like that's not the answer I was trying to set that up for. Like, that's genuinely like I feel like even with this podcast that we need to find that voice within ourselves and faith within ourselves. And it's about us as individuals um, doing the best for ourselves so we could do the best for others. So I feel like that's really um, what I would talk about and what I would pre- probably keep promoting throughout life. Just do you. Forget everything else. You can't do nothing for no one if you can't do it for yourself. Well, thank you, Lisani. We enjoyed you in the hot seat today. Um, next time, we'll see what else we can learn about each other or possibly someone else. All right, so we're just going to get right into it. So codependency what is it where did it come from who knows do you do you even know what codependency means I mean not a lot of people do some people do but um, I honestly learned about codependency a little bit when I started reading about it and uh, more as we got into the research within codependency so codependency refers to an imbalanced relationship pattern where one person assumes responsibility for meeting another person's needs to the exclusion of acknowledging their own needs and feelings. So it's kind of a way of behaving in relationships. And most often, codependency behaviors show up in relationships. And I mean, your romantic relationships, your, um, your relationship with your friends, your coworkers, anyone you know, it could show up in different ways and can cause unhealthy attachment. And just to give you a um, little history, the term codependency was first 
used to help describe specific behavior patterns they notice in partners or family members of people living with alcohol use disorder. So it was used to describe loved ones that enable alcohol use, like making excuses for them, hiding the alcohol use, protecting the person from any fallout or consequences from their own actions. So where can codependency really come from and how you can have codependent tendencies? So a primary person in our life who maybe we had a close relationship with has codependent behaviors with us, teaching us that this is the way love is supposed to look or feel. Often born out of a household where abuse, neglect, addiction, or alcoholism played a primary primary role in family dynamics. In the effort to be seen, to be heard, to be loved, to be noticed, to feel important, or try to navigate through this pain of abuse, we develop these codependent relationships with others. And the truth is we all have codependent tendencies. Some of us have more to a certain extent. It really is different. It shows through everyone differently too. But um, society in a way also makes us feel like it's hard. It's you're something. There's something wrong with you if you're alone or if you don't depend on someone or if you don't like crave for that partnership in a way either. So when um, you have these codependent, when someone is codependent, they're thriving off the relationship even though they're giving their all and losing everything even though that person is not satisfying their needs and all of that. But so we settle to be in these behaviors even more. We settle to be in these relationships even more because society has taught us that we can't stand alone, that we have to be in a partnership, that it's something might be wrong with you if you are alone. And then that's we might even end up in these type of relationships even more. So it's not even in a way that society even supports us even within that. And as Lisani said, a majority of us have experienced a codependent relationship and they come in many different shapes and forms. Um, and also many different types of relationship. It can be, you know, obviously the romantic relationship, but way more than that. It can happen between friends, between siblings, you know, between work colleagues, you and your boss. It can happen within every type of relationship. So just be aware of that. But some behaviors, you know, that can point to a codependent relationship, a codependency on someone else. Uh, there are things like an exaggerated sense of responsibilities to others, you know, feeling as if, you know, you have to be this for someone, you have to do this for someone when it's really not of that type of urgency. You know, you just feel like that's your responsibility. And with that comes helping people past your actual ability to help. And when you love someone, all you want to do is help, of course. But there has to be a healthy limit to that, you know. Um, and for example, and I've been in this situation before, there are people who struggle with their mental health or things like addiction. And, you know, we can't really help someone get out of that. That's something that they have to pull themselves out of, which is the harsh reality. There's so there's only so much that we can do in situations like that. Another thing is feeling like when you're needed by someone, that feels as a reward. That feels satisfi satisfactory, you know. And, of course, we all love to be needed, but w there needs to be a healthy amount of that, of course, to everything. Um, you can definitely be something similar to a people pleaser when you're 
in a codependent relationship, unfortunately. Um, you can see people asking permission to do things as if, you know, they aren't the owner of themselves and their own bodies. Um, some people will find themselves in situations where they feel as if they will do anything for someone, even things that make them uncomfortable or go against their morals. And that's definitely where you should draw the line. You know, you yourself, your values, your needs should be your priority. You know, you can't really help people if you aren't helping or taking care of yourself. So other than that, there can be the walking on eggshells around um, this person to avoid conflict. Um, you can see people praising or putting people on pedestals that the reality is that person doesn't really deserve, you know. You'll see, you know, yourself or people not being able to exit relationships because you feel as though the other person needs you and, you know, they can't make it in some some way without you, which isn't the reality. We all, you know, are capable of being independent in whatever way that looks like for you, but... Yeah, codependency doesn't always have to be what we lean into in relationships. Um, but exactly, that looks like pouring into other people so much that you lose your sense of self. You know, you end up having no more personal interests or goals outside of your relationship. That relationship is everything, and that's where all of your energy, all of everything is going into and we are bigger than relationships, you know. Of course, we need each other. We need community. We need that. But there is more to life, and we deserve more for ourselves. And, you know, of all these behaviors, you find a codependent person doing all of these so they can avoid abandonment overall, and that's where that comes from. So, you know, these are some of the behaviors. I don't know if you had anything to add, Lisani. Yeah, and the thing about codependent behaviors is the fact that someone's actions affected your life completely. It's almost as feeling like, oh, if that person were to leave me or did this, that my life is over, that I feel like it's over. Um, like, it's like basically to work off what Atiyah is saying, like, it's excusing bad, abusive behavior. Um, it's like an overwhelming fear of abandonment you might not always perceive yourself as lovable or worthwhile because it's almost like you don't even have a sense of self or that foundation to land on because you're waiting on the validation from this one person. And it's easy to lose yourself within these relationships and it's easy to depend on other people for validation to feel okay. And, and then it's hard, it could be hard to cope through things by yourself just the fact of being, like, just being alone could be a lot. You know, you don't want to be alone. Like, it's, especially, like, how I said, society, they make you feel like something's wrong with you if you're alone. So it's even worse in this case that being alone is the last thing you want to be. Like, you don't want to be alone, especially when you are yourself codependent. And just overall, just know it's hard to set boundaries, how are we going to set boundaries if we don't take the time to get to know ourselves and see what boundaries we actually need to set to see what actually makes us comfortable or uncomfortable or to see what we want? And it's up to us to like really take the time with ourselves to figure that out. And of all those behaviors that we went through, I just want to make this very clear that 
if you know some of these are prevalent in your life that doesn't automatically mean that oh my gosh you're in a codependent relationship you know figure it out get out like that's not what that means we're just pointing out some of the patterns that are seen in codependent relationships um and i think it's very important to note that um these behaviors kind of turn into codependency once your responsibilities in the relationships aren't able to coexist with your responsibilities to yourself in a healthy way. So just take take that, and if you want to try to apply this to anything in your life, that's a good piece to have with you. Like You should still be able to have a sense of individuality within all types of relationships. Um, and one thing that I think is very important is that when you love someone, you support and promote their individuality and independence. You know, you want to see them be the best them that they are. So, and vice versa in relationships. But yeah, those are just some behaviors to look after and just to help us be a little bit more aware. For sure. And I'm sure like um, even us, we could relate to a few of these, a few of these things. Um, I definitely have found myself being codependent, especially in the past. Um, I definitely was a time where I feel like I didn't even know how to set boundaries. I didn't really have that foundation within myself. And it really took the time. I'm even currently still taking the time to figure myself out just to see what, you know, I have to, who's going to, no one's going to do the work. No one's going to do that for me. I have to figure myself out. I have to take the time within myself. I have to treat myself nicely and and I need to, I need to treat myself the same way I expect other ones, other people to treat me. I can't. I have to be nice to myself. I have to show up for myself. I have to support myself, and I have to be there for myself. And that's what we all should take the time to do to really set that foundation for ourselves. Um, so we could obviously learn these codependent behaviors from maybe the people we love, how we grew up, and maybe even how we grew up seeing love and the way we learn how to be in a relationship with ourselves and others is basically what we were taught is normal growing up um, we don't know how to be in healthy relationships if we weren't shown that so we don't understand or see that we deserve better because it's all we know and I'm sure you guys all have heard this but we accept the love we believe we deserve and how can we accept anything better if we don't know anything better, if we haven't, we don't know that, we don't, haven't seen that. I mean, I didn't see, growing up, I didn't see love had boundaries. I saw love as someone hurting someone else and still being okay with it. And we forget how other people are watching. We forget even kids, like, you know, you have kids and you forget that they're watching and we forget like what you grow up around ends up being just a part of you. That's what you just think it is. And with the effects of codependency, you could really lose your sense of self. You could lose yourself. Um, you could lose the relationships outside of your codependent relationship. Um, there could be an even an inability to keep up with other responsibilities outside of your codependent relationship. It really depends on, obviously, the extent, extent of the codependent tendencies. But... Like I said, we all do have it, and that's all something we need to work towards getting out of, the fact that we don't own each other. None of us own each other. We're, we own ourselves. And I think we need to start loving ourselves a little more and putting a little more value on, on ourselves 
to allow things to come as they are and go when it's time to go. Because the main person that's going to be there for you is you. The main person that's always going to show up is you. You're always going to be with yourself. Exactly. And just to add to that, there's nothing wrong with being alone at all. Um, There's actually so much to learn when you're alone. So much to come to terms with. And it's, it's just like an area of growth, like accepting your alone time. And, you know, it doesn't have to be, you know, this scary negative thing. It can be something that we look forward to, something that is helping better us in the long run and help us get ready for these relationships. But I just wanted to introduce something. You know, we, we went over codependency and we're starting to understand what codependency is. And obviously that's something we want to get away from. So there are, you know, some types of things that we can do to get to the other side, you know, and get into these healthier relationships. Definitely educate yourself. That's where we always start. Educate yourself, educate yourself, educate yourself. There is so much power and knowledge and the amount of change that can occur in our lives from education is just crazy. Um, Self-awareness for everything, but definitely for a situation like this. We want to look into our own behaviors and kind of process them and break them down and try to just put ourselves in a healthier space for the people around us and the people in our lives and ourselves. A third option is therapy, which we talk about all the time. It's a great tool. It's something that we should all use. And it's really easy to understand the specific codependent traits that we might have within, you know, our own therapy sessions. And I think I feel like it's also important to note that we shouldn't wait until things get horrible to start therapy, you know. If you are coming upon that self-awareness and you're you're seeing that things are going in that direction, it's not too late and it's it's enough to have that conversation about. Of course there is the option of separation in the relationship, but it's not always that easy. That's the reality. We all know that. But that is an option to be named. Um, and an alternative to that is being vulnerable in your relationships. That's the start of fixing it, being vulnerable with these um, these partners, romantic and platonic and family and whatever. Um, just being vulnerable, taking that step and having that conversation can change so many things we want to make sure that we're not afraid of saying no we acknowledge the power in being able to say no we don't want to be afraid to ask for what we want and what we seek there's nothing wrong with that be vocal about it and then we want to make sure that we're investing the time and energy that you would spend maybe with those codependent traits on that person on ourselves and You know, just giving ourselves that same amount of time that we're allowing to other people or if not more. We deserve that just as much. And I just also want to introduce interdependency. Um, That is very new to me. I just recently learned this word. And basically, it is an alternative to codependency. Um, I would kind of say that it's being able to value the emotional bond that you have with someone while also 
maintaining your sense of self and, you know, having that priority of self, which in that way defers with codependency. Um, we're not being dependent of others or looking to others for feelings of worthiness. Um, having those healthy boundaries and clear communication within your relationship, that should always, always be something that we're practicing within our relationships. We just want to make sure we're taking personal responsibility in our relationships, also taking accountability for parts that we may not have been perfect in our relationship. I feel like that's very important. Also, I feel like having healthy self-esteem can also play into interdependency. Another thing that you can do to practice interdependency is creating an, creating emotional intimacy within your relationship. I feel like that is like just the starting point for everything in a relationship. Emotional intimacy, understanding your partner in that way. And most of all, I feel like allowing yourself and your partner to each be yourself in the most authentic way without compromise at all of who you are or your value system. And I feel like, you know, that's what's most important. You coming into relation into a relationship as yourself and not really having to take parts of yourself away or minimize yourself to be in that relationship. So if you are able to practice interdependency, go ahead, try it in all your relationships with your children, with your friends, in your romantic relationships. It can literally only benefit. Yeah, exactly, Ataya. It's important that we just take the time more before we maybe enter romantic relationships or even when we create new friendships and or things of that sort. Like, we have to remember that these are real people. These relationships in our life carry a lot of weight and they matter. And relationships in your life will tell you about yourself within the actions, within everything it is. You will definitely learn about yourself within all the relationships in your life. And basically overcoming codependency is really helping you to be your authentic self with being honest with yourself. Um, like Ataya said, with being aware and identifying the patterns by setting these boundaries, by taking the time alone, by being vulnerable. Yes, vulnerable. Episode one, yes. Could we know the importance of being vulnerable? And that's that's life. And if we want to really live it, we have to really feel it. And we have to be vulnerable. And we have to speak out. And we're not living for anyone else but ourselves. We have to value ourselves, make ourselves a priority, be open to getting help. If you need help, it's okay to ask for help. And it's not being selfish. Being your authentic self, um, overcoming codependency, isn't about being selfish. Um, caring about yourself is not selfish. It's about putting yourself first because you can't, like we said, you can't do anything for anyone if you can't do it for yourself. And overall, just be patient. It's okay. It's okay that you you might have these tendencies or they sound familiar. Like I said, we all have them and that's something we all have to work through and, and think about how we were projecting in our own relationships and how or how this might show in our own relationships. Our goal is to, should always to be better, our relationships in our life, how to communicate better, how to treat each other better, how to allow each other to just be. Um, it's about learning and unlearning. It's about recognizing how important it is 
um, to be your authentic self, to allow yourself to be your authentic self and to remember like we are our biggest investment. Show yourself the love and respect you ask from others. And remember, yep, remember to always... (laughs) (laughs) Okay. And remember, remember to always give yourself grace because we're really, a lot of us are doing the best we can with what we know. That's our codependency episode. And with that... Uh, hopefully we can have some of you guys follow us on our instagram page which is nts.audio and um if you're on it follow us on tiktok at nts audio thank you bye guys bye